Welcome, my lords, to the White City, where you will learn more about Middle-earth and discover differences and similarities between the Rings of Power show and Tolkien's books, and whether Amazon's show, episode by episode, is worth watching. I'm Philip Dutt, your host, and I'll be joined by Matt Vandevoort and Mark Schaefer. I hope you enjoy. So one thing we can consider with, you know, Tolkien's themes and just the stories about the individuals and, you know, the characters, what they go through and basically what they're learning from are these things that are practical for us to learn from too, um, that by reading the books, you know, we'd read the story and be like, oh, like, this is something I should do more of, um, that gist. But I think, I think also aside on this, that um, could make, make, make this interesting another way is for, for somebody who isn't a Christian and reading the Lord of the Rings books, would they come across these things and be like, oh, wow, like, where is, like, Tolkien getting all this stuff from, you know, all this, these great themes and, like, um, all this, like, just good quality stuff, um, and, some of those things, like, you know, as we're saying, like, through worldview, that's not just going to be found from something like Norse mythology, um, more or less. But, uh, yeah. So, Matt, what are, your, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I don't know. I think that, again, what you get out of it and the lessons you learn, to some extent, depends on the person who's doing the reading because everybody approaches these books and any book really with their own personal life experience and biases and things they're even struggling with. Um, and so different people are going to read it and get different things out of it. Um, and I think too, also just the approach you're taking as like we talked last time about, you know, what are you approaching it as like just a good story? Are you approaching it as something that you're really digging deep into it? Um, you know, are you, t- are you taking the reading for fun or reading for class, the reading for a class kind of approach to it? Um, and I think that if you're just reading it as like a story, you might take out of it like, Oh, I should get some really good friends. I should, um, you know, find find a cause worth living my life for or something maybe um but i don't think it's gonna really deeply affect the way you live your life um but if you're going into it as a i'm gonna dig into this and i'm gonna find the themes and the lessons that are put in here then yeah i think you might it might lead you to uh looking deeper into where Tolkien was coming from and who Tolkien was as a person. And I think that could have an effect on somebody. Um, and it kind of, it it's sort of a, I think it could lead somebody down a path to have a drastically different life, but I don't necessarily know if the book itself would have like a practical effect on somebody's life in that way, just in a vacuum by itself. I think that, it needs other things supporting it and it needs to lead to other things. 
Like, I don't think somebody's going to be... I don't think anyone would be saved just by reading The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, true that. You know, I, that's, I think that's kind of like a gist of what I was getting from as well, um, is that they would look more into those kind of things. Yeah. And where, like, talk, like, oh, well, Tolkien's a Catholic. I wonder they look more into Catholicism whatnot you know what i mean yeah 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 i will say that like i think there's many themes that are inspiring but maybe not super practical you know in the lord of the rings but i think the one that for me i always found the most practical is um the way like frodo and the temptation with the ring is written and anyone who holds the ring but especially frodo who's like the main character and yet is very non-main character ish where like he's constantly being saved by others is sort of on the outside is sort of weak and stuff and constantly needs help from others is like a really like interesting and um, some of you really relate to really well because you're like, he's not the hero who like jumps in and saves everybody. Um, I think especially like the whole like idea of the ring being a temptation and stuff and the way it tempts people. Um, I think it's really interesting, especially in our modern day where we don't really have that. We were sort of losing the terminology of, you know, sin and temptation. You know, we see our natural impulses as, you know, like unconditionally good and stuff. Right. So like, um, but yeah, I think that would make a lot of people who maybe read it today really question, and maybe this would be something they'd really identify with. Of like, oh, sometimes it really does feel like this when I'm making bad choices, and yeah, that would might be like a good gateway to like understanding themselves as being sinful people, and yeah, a gateway to the Bible. But again, the Bible is still a really important book, even though we're like hyping Lord of the Rings on this show or whatever. Yeah. Lord of the Rings has practical information about ways to prepare potatoes. Hmm, that's true. Also, some good, pretty good poetry, poems and songs, right? Mm -hmm. The Man and the Moon. Not All Who Wander Are Lost. I think that's a... The Oliphant, yeah. I think that's a Lord of the Rings. Yep. I believe in that referring to Well, technically he stole it. Specifically? He stole it. Bilbo writes it in the thing, but technically he stole the phrase, but like, yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, All that is gold does not glitter... Not all those who wander are lost. The old that is strong does not wither. The deep roots are not touched by the frost. From the ashes of fire shall be well. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, are you looking at it? No. I like, no, I love I'm not. The, I just I, I love the follow-up response to the, the phrase. It's like, not all who wander are lost, but I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, were you saying that Tolkien stole it? I believe so. I mean, it's a fairly common I, I, phrase. It's a fairly common phrase. Also... Part of me is like, is it common because Tolkien came up with it, or did Tolkien use it because it was common? I think it's also hard you have to remember, like, Tolkien didn't, like, he's only, like, like 80, 90 years ago, so, like, the yeah. English language has been around a really long time, right? So a lot of those really common phrases that maybe we know are Tolkien popularized yeah. have actually been around a lot longer. Um, Yeah. I mean, I could just this a quick Google. Yeah, I guess another thing too is you could talk about like how practical is the Rings of Power in its, you know, application to our lives. Uh, thinking about it from that, that side of things, because uh, in a way, like they're trying to make characters who we can really resonate with. Yeah. Um, and have you know are dealing with the same kind of things we deal with sort of thing um so you know i know i find old evil swords lying around all the time (laughs) and i'm real tempted to take them and turn 
the entire land into a volcanic wasteland. But yes, you know, this yes. show's really helped me see the air of my ways and not do that. Right. Yeah. Or, I mean, like the one thing they're trying to do is like, hey, you know, Gladriel's going through this character arc of, you know, I've hit a lot of, you know, I've hit a lot of rough spots and just, you know, wanting to do the right thing. And I just want to kill Sauron so bad, but I just have to learn to let it go. Maybe you yeah. should learn to let it go, too. I don't know. Galadriel is Elsa confirmed? No. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think that um, it's a real interesting... Like, I think one of the things that is just really interesting is Elrond's response to, like, sort of being spent to spy on the dwarves but not really knowing it and then deciding to, like, side with his friend over... um what he's technically like supposed to be doing. Um, things like that, where, you know, they sort of show when people pick the selfish option, it goes poorly. And I think a lot of that's because that comes from Tolkien. It's a very Tolkien esque, um, attitude, but like, uh, with the, the Harfoot where they're, you know, there's the group of them that like wants to leave the the family behind. Um, but they decide, no, we're gonna, we're gonna help. We're gonna do the right thing. Um, and I think that's, that's sort of the way that they're trying to spin it as like, do the right thing, even when it might not be the good thing for you or the best thing for you. Um, which, you know, is, to be completely honest, a little generic. Like, it's like, I think most people, at least in my experience, you know, growing up in the church, but I think most people would acknowledge that, like, yeah, you should put the, uh, you should do the right thing even when it's hard to do. So I don't think it's a particularly, like, deep, message even though i think in practice most people don't live their lives that way um but again i also think it, it comes back to what we were talking about before where it's like this isn't really the kind of show where you're going to be learning practical lessons because you know it's a story about elves and orcs and halflings and you know standing up to an evil dark lord and like I haven't had to pick up a sword to defend anything recently. So I think the show especially is going to have less practical messaging just because it is basically just for entertainment rather than, you know, trying to teach something, which I think is one of the things that does sort of set it apart from Tolkien in a way is that I don't think it's as deep. I think it's, a fun story and that's how I would describe it confidently is like it's a fun story I don't know if they're making a good story but it's fun you find that uh that quote mark oh yeah actually I was mistaken that Tolkien apparently originally wrote that so nice um, uh it was pretty cool so right on right it's a it's a great quote the quote that he so the line all that is gold does not glitter 
in the Merchant of Venice, all that glitters is not gold. Is oh, okay. The line of Shakespeare. So he like inverted that line, but apparently he did great. The all not all those who wander are lost. Cool. Um, yeah. Thanks for visiting the White City. Before you leave, please subscribe to our podcast and check us out at thewhitecitypodcast.com. Consider supporting my movement on Facebook, keeping the rings of power pure.